Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Friday, March 3rd. It is six minutes after 10, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So big doings right now in Washington. CPAC is going on. And Senator John Kennedy was there, and he gave a speech, and it is absolutely amazing. He tore into the Biden administration and also the liberal political establishment in his typical colorful fashion, his his southern ways. He was blasting Biden and Washington in the address at focused on uh, his distaste for the left, and he was one of several GOP senators who appeared on the first day, and uh, they were talking about all things, but uh, what he said about the Biden administration, I mean, it's just like, it's like the cherry on top Uh of the cake, right? Okay, so here's my question for you, Casey, because once again, Tony... Cats mm-hmm. is at CPAC. Yes. And every Tony's year. Tony's very important. Well, this is my question for you yeah. because every year mm-hmm. he somehow finagles getting a sponsor <laughs> for him to go screw around with his friends mm-hmm. and gets paid to go do it. So, in fairness, yeah. would that would be the equivalent of Rob Kendall broadcasting this year from the Masters. Oh. So what? What is the? We pro- just need a sponsor for that. Who, how do I go about? Because I have <laughs> lots of friends who have disposable income and are looking for tax write-offs. Mm-hmm. Who do I contact to say it is my turn to go jack around with my buddies, <laughs> and I want to get it sponsored? So mm-hmm. who? Where is there a manage? Is that a management level decision? Oh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what he'll say you you get the money you can do whatever you want well no i've tried I've, I've many times offered to get the money and unfortunately none of it's coming to me mm-hmm. so okay. th- 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 i mean because we know cats uh, he's just having fun and it is the equivalent of are, not you, to, are you jealous no i'm not it's not he's not doing fine <laughs> radio i'm just saying that what he's doing there would be the equivalent mm-hmm. of me broadcasting mm-hmm. from the masters mm-hmm. because it's the same amount of effort on the show being put in that i would be putting into the show if i were broadcasting at the masters you know he had to take equipment with him <laughs> oh, I hope that's he a real drag hope he didn't pull a back muscle <laughs> all right well let's listen to what kennedy said uh he was talking about the egos of people in government make him wonder how some of them made it through the birth canal. He said the right would need to get some more new conspiracy theories because all the old ones came true. Uh And then he had this to say about the Biden administration. I do not hate anyone. I do not hate anyone. I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently, the Biden administration sucks. There you go. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) He said it with grace. Some of the other senators that uh, spoke yesterday, Marsha Blackburn, Bill Haggerty, Ted Cruz, J.D. Vance, and also Tommy Tuberville, all there at CPAC trying to raise some money, get people riled up. You've also got uh, Joe Manchin. Now, I he, loathe this guy. Well, if there is one Democrat I want to see lose in 2024, it is Joe Manchin because he is so disingenuous and he totally went back on his word and he totally sold the American people down the down the you know sold out the American people with the uh, 
with the with the green dream mm-hmm. that he did because he was too weak to when the when the you know rubber met the road stand up for what's right i i am i rarely cheer for republicans and I don't know who the Republican is going to be that's going to run against him. It's probably Jim Justice, I think is the guy's name, who is the governor mm-hmm. now. And probably there is a million things on this show for the next six years I will spend complaining about Jim Justice or whatever his name is. But but it's better than Manchin? Whoever it is. If it's Fred Flintstone, if it's this unplugged in fan right next to me in the studio i don't care who or what it is i hope they beat joe manchin well i feel like joe manchin is embarrassed by his party wouldn't you be well wouldn't you be embarrassed by either party yeah well there is that but he was asked if he would support joe biden running for president again and he's just he's just so non-committal Still don't know officially what the president's plans are for re-election. It looks like he's going to run again. His wife seems to be saying that they might not be on the same page because the president hasn't been as unequivocal. But if he were to run again, would you support him? Well, let's just see who's all in the game. I'm not going to say I'm going to support or not support somebody. I want to see and find the best path, the best pathway for America. We got to get out of the toxic relationships that we have in our political process. <laughs> what a rigging endorsement. Let me see what my options are. You know what? I'll get back to you uh-huh. on that. Yeah. But it's almost like Biden is waiting for people to beg him to announce that he's running again. I mean, I thought we were going to hear it after the State of the Union address. Nope. He had to check with his wife after the holidays, and she just said, you know, she's on board with it. So why is he not announcing? Oh, because he's so busy over in Ukraine and <laughs> Poland. Is that it? Well, look. I think it's abundantly clear he's running based on the fact that there is no visible movement amongst someone who would be a viable challenger mm-hmm. to him. You don't see Gavin Newsom, for example, ramping up some campaign. And I think even Gavin Newsom said he would defer to Biden if Biden decides to run again. So I think the Democrats are essentially all in on Biden, quite frankly, he's probably their best choice, mm-hmm. given the lack of bench that the Democrats have. Mm-hmm. Well, it would have been Pete Buttigieg, but well, I mean, right. clearly he's messing up. In some national polling, Biden is trailing Trump 48 to 44 percent. And there's a lot of undecided and independent voters. And when you consider them, it looks even worse for Biden. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. He could do better if he really wanted to be a patriot. Mm-hmm. Just hear me out on this. Oh, boy. Biden could do some things. Uh-huh. He could be a one-term president yes. with no further political ambition. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's 80 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just call it a day. And at this point, if he were to decide not to run, yes. this would give him the freedom to tell voters the truth about Social Security and Medicare. It would give him the ability to stop vilifying oil and gas Mm -hmm. because we still need those things. Our country still runs on that stuff. And he could tell the American people that he doesn't really have the authority to forgive student loans. I mean, he could be honest and really, really do something for the country. Do you actually think if Joe Biden decided he wasn't going to run for a second term that he would go out in some Bullworth-esque blaze he of should. glory? He should. He should. He should redeem himself. The opportunity is there. 
You think he's going to be Warren Beatty, just telling the truth on the campaign trail left and right? Uh, I, I, no, no way. Because the, Joe Biden is going to run because his life depends on the grift. And as the Clintons found out, once you're of no use to people from a political connections standpoint, as in I can dictate public policy based on maybe how much you give to my foundation, well, then the money dries up. And Joe Biden is a crook and a con man and a grifter. And once he's out of power over people, then everybody will turn on him because they know what he is and they've always known what he is. Mm -hmm. The guy's a complete joke and a total zero. Well, he's got enough money for the rest of his life. Yeah, but there's never so, enough money when you're a, when you're a crook yeah. and a con man. There's never enough money. Casey. He's like a drug addict. You always need no, you're right. the next big hit. May I just make a quick editorial observation before we go to break? Sure. Because I think when we come back, we got so many voicemails. We're going to do two segments of voicemails. We got, the reason we're going to do this is we got tons of voicemails on the toxins. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do those at 1030. But we also got tons of voicemails on the incoherent babbling well-assembled, or at least I will say Kevin thought she was well-assembled girl yesterday Mm -hmm. talking about dating, and people Mm -hmm. were very interested in that. But before you go to a break, Kevin flippantly dismissed during the break an observation that I made about Ringo Starr's contribution to the musical industry. And you know, Casey, I loathe the Beatles. Right. But I will say, and I made a comment on this about Ringo Starr and how you should not sleep on Ringo Starr's contribution to the music industry, both in his success with the Beatles uh-huh. and as a singles artist. Now, Kev, before you get mouthy here, I'm going to read this to you, okay? So we said with the Beatles, you think about a little help from my friends, Yellow Submarine, mm-hmm. Octopus's Garden, mm-hmm. great, you know, be- they've lived in infamy, Beatles songs that you still hear on the radio the songs today. Songs that were written specifically for him yes. because he sings out of tune. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would you think if I sang out of tune? Mm-hmm. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Yeah. Okay, so boom, there's the Beatles. Now, Kev, between 1970 and 1974, <laughs> Ringo Starr had one, I'm sorry, 1971 and 1975, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight eight top ten singles, including names such as It Don't Come Easy, Back Off Boogaloo, Photograph, You're 16, Oh My My, Snickeroo, and the No-No Song. Uh-huh. Look, The all, prosecution rests, Your Honor. All I said was that Ringo was the weak link of the band. And that is complete crap. You know who was the weak link? Paul McCartney, because every song sounds like when I'm 64. Every single freaking Paul McCartney song sounds like when I'm 64. Weak link? Really? You think so? Well, you're a drummer. Drummer? You don't think he's a good drummer? I mean, oh, he's a terrible drummer. Is he? I mean, he's not. He had his own style, which I uh-huh. appreciate, and I think he was fairly innovative as a drummer. I just don't think he was the strongest musician. Do you think that the hits that you just rattled off became hits because they were spoon-fed because they had Ringo Starr's name attached to them? I think they did, but I also think Ringo had a very distinctive voice Mm -hmm. that worked for the music in which he sang. Sometimes it is not about having a great voice, but rather a voice that fits the music and the characters of which you sing and sing about. I'm not turning this into a broad discussion. I was just making an editorial comment how Kevin flippantly dismissed what I told him. Mm -hmm. And right there, I think when you have Eight top ten singles in a four-year time span. You are it's the creme noting. de la creme okay. of musical talent. All right. Speaking of voices, we've got voicemails coming up next from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What would you think if I 
Now it's a thing. Now we got to talk about Ringo Starr. You can do your trending stories. All right. I got, I got no deep-seated love for Ringo Starr. Kev was just wildly off okay. and very flippant about Ringo's contribution to music. It's 20 and minutes I think after we've, I 10. I think we've settled that now. Okay. Yeah. You think, won. Yeah. Okay. And that's, you know, Casey, that's, that's what it's always about. Right. That's the important part. It is 20 minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and trending this hour, a new flavor of Mountain Dew. Which do you prefer? Yes, this is important. Which do you prefer, Mellow Yellow or Mountain Dew? Mellow Yellow is a far superior drink to Mountain Dew. You think so? Okay. Well, Mountain Dew has this new flavor coming out and it's called Watermelon. Ooh. Mountain Dew Major Melon. <laughs> Major melon. melon. Singular, right? Mm -hmm. Major melon. Yeah. Also trending is the NFL Combine. Today is a big day. Media interviews for the quarterbacks. And here is Kalaja Kansi. He's talking about how he did in the NFL Combine. What's going on? Kalaja Kansi. I'm here at the NFL Combine. Today I ran the 40. I killed it. Childhood dream. I'm enjoying it. Thank you. All right. So it's going on through the weekend and it will wrap up on Sunday. And finally trending, Jill Biden. She has rescheduled her her trip to Indiana. She's going to be visiting Ivy Tech Community College on Monday. She was supposed to be here earlier in the month. It It got canceled, but she is scheduled to arrive at the Porter County Regional Airport at 1245 on Monday. Oh, thank goodness. All right. uh, We're going to do two segments on voicemails. We got tons of voicemails about the toxins in Putnam County. Um, And so we'll get to those here in just a second. But first, remember yesterday we played the audio Mm -hmm. of the assembled woman who um, really was struggling to verbalize what she expected from men, and I think what we got out of it is she is incapable of having a conversation with the man, Mm -hmm. so she just wants something, but we could not determine what that was because she said like 93 times in a minute clip. Yeah. Uh, And Kev was willing to wave all of that because he liked the way she was assembled. He liked the way she looked. I I didn't say it that way. Kev, you watched that clip 93 times. You asked me what I thought about how she looked, and... I said she was pretty high up on the scale. There's nothing wrong with that. You're a single man. You are free to, to, and I think that was the crux of what the people were trying to get at at the video. It was not Rosie O'Donnell on there speaking. It was a person that if a single man like you saw that person in, in the Franklin Towny bar that you'll be hanging out at tonight, yeah. you, you would approach mm-hmm. that person. Well, yeah. it would be torturous to talk for her. Uh, with her exactly. for more than you know a minute, unless you did a shot every time she said like. And, and this is yeah, this, it could turn into a okay. game. This is, so this was our conversation mm-hmm. yesterday. Was how did you refer to it? The juice and the squeeze. <laughs> Sometimes the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yes, and so we got quite a few phone calls about this girl, about dating, about dealing dating for young people. So we want to get to a couple of those before we got to the uh, the toxins. Let's go. Okay, like I don't think I could like. You know, like, get along with that girl, you know, like, I just, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's it's like this, like, like it, like, 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 oh, my God, it's a, it's a virus, like, like, oh, like, oh, it still makes more sense than, like, Joe Biden, like, like, Rob, like. If she would have just said Venn diagram, that girl yeah. could have been on Kamala Harris's payroll. Like that. Uh, all right. Another phone call about the like girl. Yeah, I was just listening to that segment. Uh, you had this 
young lady on there talking about uh, her dealing with boys and stuff. And then um, Kevin, I guess, because she's a nine, he decided to go ahead and listen to her. I doubt you're going to find anybody, Kevin. But anyways, my point is this, is that I think this stems, the way that girl acts, this stems from the social media. And they don't have the ability to relate to uh, other people like my generation, like someone, like probably Rob and uh, uh, Katie's generation. Um, they have their faces stuck in the phones all the time. They don't deal with facial expressions. They don't really talk to people. They text to them. And all that stuff there helps build relationships and helps you to be able to form your own uh, bond with someone. And that's lacking in today's society. Good well, point. I don't think she represents everyone from that generation. It, but I, it, I certainly hope not. But yeah. it, but it is a it's a, almost a caricature mm-hmm. and an amped up version of what many people are now encountering mm-hmm. in social settings. Because mm-hmm. the guy does make a good point. We have, and we've talked about this many times. We you are we are voiding young people of social interaction because the things you used to have to do in person now have been replaced by a screen or Mm -hmm. a cellular telephone Mm -hmm. or a video game device Mm -hmm. of some sort. Not to say that we didn't sit around with our friends and play Nintendo all weekend long sometimes, but one, it was with your friends. You couldn't do it over a computer program Mm -hmm. of some sort. And it always centered around being outside, doing something in person the nintendo was almost a night thing that was a bookend to the actual human interaction that you had throughout the day well he had a point people are missing out on eye contact and body language yeah you have to be able to pick up on the little nuances to understand where how someone feels yeah and over the screen you can't do that when you're in the talking stage yeah sure and by talking stage mm-hmm. she means texting sure Right? Because they don't even talk on the phone. You know, the talking stage can really get you in trouble. And let me give you a real world story, an example of this, uh, Casey, before I go to a break uh, with the uh, with the award winning news with Kurt Darling. Mm-hmm. When I was in the sixth grade, <laughs> I pursued. Did someone give you a 45 of Babe? Uh, nobody gave me a 45. Sticks? I would have loved that. Uh, uh-huh. I pursued the same girl all of sixth grade. And finally, the summer after we graduated sixth grade, she agreed to be my girlfriend. Uh-huh. And then as soon as the seventh grade started, there was another girl who had caught my eye and we had entered what would be described as the talking phase. So I had to break up with the other girl. And then as soon as I entered the talking phase and broke up with the other girl, uh-huh. that girl quit the talking phase with me. Uh-huh. And then I had nothing. You had no one. And thus I am where I am at today. So don't get fooled by that talking phase. That talking <laughs> phase means bull crap. <laughs> it's Kettle and Casey on 93 WIBC. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 10.33, good morning. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, 317-684-8444. That's our phone number if you'd like to contribute questions, comments, and smart remarks. I think we have a theme this segment, don't we? It's going to be all about that contain that uh, contaminated soil, which is uh, heading to Putnam County. Yes, and the look, we talked about this earlier to start the show. We are not on anyone's side here. 
what we want is transparency in the process. And there are many valid opinions on both sides being given, Mm -hmm. which is why, as you'll hear here in the voicemails, we're not trying to manipulate opinion. We're going to play you both sides. You're going to hear voicemails from people who think it's fine. You're going to hear voicemails from people that have big concerns. The reality of all this is, though, that on something of this magnitude, when there remains very viable, mainstream, middle of the road, any reasonable person would hear these questions and go, yeah, that's that's still a valid point. You probably shouldn't be doing something until you have the answers to these things mm-hmm. so that if any, if nothing less the community feels better about what's going on around them. So I wanted to just clarify that, that we are not shilling for one side. We're not saying the people with the concerns are 100% right or have infallible opinions. We're simply saying we want more transparency. And I, as a resident, a county next to the county where this is impacted, want clarification on the stuff before you do the thing. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm... uh 75 next month and one of the things that I've learned in this life is that it's much easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission ergo that's the reason why things are being dumped before the people have an idea or a say in what's going on and being 75 you sometimes refer to that as our golden years well it's the metallic years we have silver in our hair gold in our teeth and lead in our arms. (laughs) Love you both. Bye. Okay. So ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Well, and it doesn't even seem like they're asking for forgiveness. They're just, they just, we just just did it. it. Yeah. It's just happening. (laughs) Is that, I mean, is, we're going to get to focus. I was going to get to the point I'm going to make. So I want to make sure we have time to get to all of them. So what's next? Hey, good morning, Rob, Casey, and Kevin. I was just curious, and Rob, like you, I am but a product of public schools, but I was wondering, doesn't the governor, isn't he in charge of the state police and the National Guard for the state of Indiana? I was curious why maybe they couldn't have stopped the contaminated soil, marched it right back to the Ohio line, and refused to take it in the state of Indiana. I understand that maybe we're being compensated by federal dollars or perhaps the fear of not getting future federal dollars for a mishap or a catastrophe that we may have in Indiana. So I was really curious about that. Maybe you can address it. Thank you for your time. We'll see you. Have a good day. So I think one of the unanswered questions is our governor certainly is not afraid to play tough guy and intimidate and bully and threaten people when he wants something done. He certainly had no problem threatening to yank your business license during COVID or come after your church if you had services on Easter. We all remember the the goon squads that were coming in, you know, interviewing people if they heard uh, you know rules and regulations laid forward by the governor weren't being followed we've also seen him up to and including threaten to throw you in jail for not wearing a mask during covid so if the governor who has no problem being tough guy and ruling by fiat and executive order Mm -hmm. can do it then why can't he do it now why can't he do it now that's a, a question that remains unanswered 
and I think that's certainly a question mm-hmm. that he should should provide an answer to to why Johnny Tough Guy, who had no problem intimidating single mothers who owned salons who were fe- trying to feed their family, had to go on the government dole and scrape by why he was willing to be a big tough guy there. But here, well, I'm going to just write a sternly worded letter and order some testing be done. Yeah. Well, he is. I mean, he is having that third party test Ooh. the levels. I noticed of he didn't need a, he didn't need a third party when it came to uh, you know shutting down the mom and pop shops on main streets across the state during COVID. Mm-hmm. He didn't need a third party's uh, to weigh in on it. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. There's it, the reoccurring theme here is there are so many unanswered questions. Who has the authority? Do we have something in our state that the federal government at any point can do whatever they want to do there, and we have absolutely no recourse? Yeah, can they just no matter what we no matter what he wants? Yeah, we want or the Doesn't legislature. Matter. All right, uh, more. Go ahead, Kev. Derailment, toxic waste, and everything. Um, I get everybody's concerns. It's one of my concerns. Um, Heritage runs a toxic waste facility, and you know they're certified by the EPA to do all this stuff. I'll admit I'm not an expert in any of this, but I have done uh, waste hauling and non-hazardous and some hazardous waste hauling. Um, they have what they are allowed to take each year of, of certain chemicals and stuff like that, hazardous waste. It all goes to one spot. You don't want cross-contamination and all that stuff. But there's three major landfills in Central Indiana. you got one in Morristown, which is owned by Waste Management. got the one on the south side, which is part of Bestway. You got the one in Danville, which is Twin Bridges, which is also owned by Waste Management. The Morristown site used to take in uh, liquid waste, which could contain some hazardous material, oil-based stuff like that, cleaning agents. Uh, Twin Bridges now takes all of that, and you have to have an appointment to take anything out there. So stuff has to be scheduled so they know what's coming in, how much is coming in, my safe solidification pit is it's a lined water pit that they use uh, dirts and sands and other absorbent solid waste to absorb it, and then they spread it throughout the landfill uh, as time goes on throughout the day. Okay, so he was mentioning liquid waste. About 1.8 million gallons of liquid waste have been collected from the derailment site. But here's the question. They're sending some to an incinerator in Grafton, Ohio. Yeah. And then they're sending some to a landfill uh-huh. here in Indiana. Yeah. And they cannot answer the question yet, or at least have not. And according to the reports we got from that town hall the other night, have not about mm-hmm. the dioxins. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big hang up for people, right? If the thing comes back negative, then maybe that makes people feel better. Mm -hmm. But Becky Cash told us earlier, correct me if I misunderstood this, the state rep, Becky Cash. They won't get those results for like 10 days. Yeah. So what good does that do? And they, meanwhile, they've already sent three truckloads and we can expect 2,000 tons of this. Yeah. All right. Uh, Another call. Go ahead, Kev. My thought is, you know, that site was approved for hazardous material dumping uh, some years ago. And I guess the battle that these people are fighting now to keep this stuff out of that landfill, you know, they should have thought about that when they approved that landfill in the first place. Um, They should have known then that stuff like this, materials like this, would have been dumped in there. 
I'm guessing that hazardous materials prior to this has been dumped in there. And do they know it was dumped there? Uh, why are they raising so much cane now? Just a thought. Thank you. Comes back to what we talked about earlier. People come to the party at different times, and unfortunately, a lot of times, you got to get kicked between the eyes to recognize what's going on in front of you. And kicked between the eyes usually means something that happens directly in your backyard and has an ability to directly impact you and is newsworthy. Mm -hmm. Just like 260,000 people voted for the Libertarian in 2020 that didn't vote for the Libertarian for governor in 2016. There are not that many new libertarians. What has happened was, because of Lockdown McGee and Dr. Box Gynecologist taking away people's ability to earn a, a livelihood, own a business, et cetera, they said, oh, crap, mm -hmm. Rob's right. The Republican Party is awful. That, that sucks that I had to shout about it for four years on this station before people got a clue and finally took action on it. But you see me coming on here every day and going, well, why weren't you doing this years ago? You've created this. We keep talking about saying, welcome to the party. Bring somebody else with you. Unfortunately, sometimes it takes something of this magnitude to happen. Mm -hmm. For people to And realize. why is it a bad thing that we're now having this conversation? Mm -hmm. People now are interested in what's going into the ground, what's going into the environment. Right. I thought this was the green dream, right? But we always agree. You need to be more concerned about what you're putting into the environment. Okay, now I'm concerned. How dare you be concerned about what's going into the environment? All right, another call. Hey, guys. Love the show. Rob, agree with you 99.9% of the time. But I feel you've got your version of David Hogg and this Carrera guy about the... Uh, Guerrero guy about the uh, landfill out there in Roachdale. I've hauled into that. I've worked for Heritage, driving a truck. I've hauled into that place. He's leaving out a whole lot of information, including how the material comes in by rail to the west side of Indianapolis to the Heritage facility. It is treated. Everything has to, is time sensitive, has to be done within a certain amount of time for safety. It goes to pits where it is mixed with materials to make it inert. It is then loaded into trucks and taken out to Rochdale, where it is put in lined pits that are uh, very well protected. And as a guy who's hauled waste for three different companies, I can tell you it's the cleanest landfill I've ever been in my life. If somebody who's driven in and out of there, I have no, no uh, fears whatsoever about that place. Okay. That's Again, like, well, like we said, and this is, mm -hmm. we're not on anybody's team. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get the truth. We, we yeah. are doing, think about this, Casey. We are doing more every single day on this radio show, and we have no power over anyone, than those clowns down the street from us at 200 West Washington have done collectively. The radio show is doing more for conversation mm -hmm. and a wide, wide swath of ideas and information to the public than the, than the elected officials are doing. That's pathetic and a total indictment on them. Here's the thing, though. Like we said, we're not saying Rudy Guerrero or anyone else is right. We're not saying that this is an infallible person. Mm -hmm. we're, but what we said is, if he's 20% right, yeah, 80% wrong, 20% right, that's still very alarming. And if he's 100% wrong, I'm going to wrap up this segment by stealing a quote from the great Peter Venkman in the movie Ghostbusters when he's talking to the mayor to convince them to let them out and let them take on Gozer the Gozerian, all right? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. If we're wrong, 
we go to jail peacefully, quietly. We'll enjoy it. But if I'm right and we can stop this thing, then Lenny, you will have saved the lives of millions of registered voters. If Rudy's wrong and everything's fine, then test the stuff and Rudy will have been wrong and hopefully everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. But if he's even 20% right, Mm -hmm. then God bless that the guy existed and sounded and the alarm. And some questions. And this is what we should be doing on everything with government, is challenging them on everything. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. 1052 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Hammer joins us in the studio. Happy Friday, everybody. Beer sample Friday. I'm ready to have a good time tonight and this weekend. Uh, You got a little thing going on with the show. It's called Biden Madness. We do. Biden Madness Mm 2.0. This is the second time we've done this where we've taken 16 clips of your commander in chief Mm -hmm. and they are seated in a bracket and each day we'll play two sound bites and the listeners vote on the most ridiculous one that they want to advance in the tournament just like the basketball (laughs) just like march madness we call it biden madness Mm -hmm. now we started this on march 1st and the matchup was the number four seed against the number 13 seed. The number four seed is when Joe Biden was speaking at the White House and he had Kamala Harris on one side, Katanji Brown Jackson on the other side, and he gave this passionate speech about America. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. <laughs> I was in the, foot, 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 excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping traveling with him. And that's when we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. So that was the four seed. Classic. A very scrappy number 13 and, seed. And you have not edited these clips in any way, shape, or form. No, not at all. These are 100% pure Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the 13 seed was when he lied about being a truck driver in Michigan, and we got some good old-fashioned gibberish. But uh, um, I might point out, you're... Uh, when I went to Dearborn, driving that, uh, you know, uh, was up there. I don't know, man. It, <laughs> it, uh, I think the press thought I was crazy. I enjoyed it so much going up and uh, near a new EV factory and uh, and that uh, that Hummer. I think he's sleepwalking. My favorite part was the, I don't know, man. I think that just where he just quits while mumbling mm-hmm. is my favorite. Ah. Uh, all right, so so somebody won that one. Yeah, America in a single word uh-huh. advanced to the bracket. It yeah. was close. It yeah. was like yeah. 52 to 48 all, in the almost, voting. Almost an upset then. Almost an upset. But not quite. Yeah. Now, the one that you can currently vote on mm-hmm. right now on our Twitter, at Hammer and Nigel, is a very interesting eight versus a number nine uh-huh. seed. The number nine seed is when Joe Biden's talking about gun control, and there's nobody by the name of Murfin, there's nobody by the name of Ruffers, but yet he keeps talking about Murfin and Ruffers. Absolutely determined as Murfin and Ruffers are to get this done. 
Who the hell are Murphin and Ruthers? What are you talking about? He's got a mouse in his pocket. That's taking on the number eight seed. Uh-huh. This is on uh, MLK Day, oh. where Joe Biden was doing an event with Al Sharpton and mm-hmm. Martin Luther King III. Well, it happened to be the birthday of MLK3's wife. Uh-huh. And take a listen here. Now, her name is like Arm. Arnanda or something like that. And <laughs> Joe Biden totally forgets what her name is. Uh-huh. And again, it's MLK Day, mm-hmm. and this is MLK the Third's wife. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Oh, no. Happy birthday to Here it comes. you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. <laughs> happy birthday to you. <laughs> that one gets my can vote. We, can we just play that one more time? Happy birthday, dear well, look, my wife Velvet. Has a when somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. If that doesn't win the whole thing. That's <laughs> amazing. Happy birthday, Velvet. Wow. Mova. Vote early, vote often. What's coming up this <laughs> Vote right now at Hammer and Nigel. Tony Kennett, Todd Rakita, and a lot more coming up this afternoon. Excellent work, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.